Hey everybody, it is Rebecca Price and I'm coming to you with another podcast and I am coming to you from Panama City Beach, Florida. We are down here this week um, visiting um, family and which is a huge blessing to have family down here so that we can come and just relax and enjoy the beach and very blessed um, for that. Uh, and But I wanted to come on here because I know that it has been a long time. I've taken kind of a break almost probably for like a month um, and not uh, done any podcast or anything like that. And the reason is there's a reason for that. So I have, I have been learning. I have been taking a step back and learning because I think it's important, you know, at times, I mean, teachers always have to be learning. Um, <clears throat> it's important that you're always learning. Uh, if you're not learning, I've said this before, if you stop learning, whenever you stop learning, you die. So it's important that you're always learning. You're always filling yourself with the Lord, with the Lord and with the word and allowing God to correct you and shape you. And, um, so I want to talk a little bit about where, um, where I am now. And, um, so years ago when my husband and I left the church, I was at, um, I was a kids pastor at a church. We left the church. We got involved in a group. And um, and this is going to be, I'm just going to sum this up really quickly. We were really attracted to the group because uh, the people were kind, but also because they were teaching us. They, were show, they, they went around and taught us what we like to call, um, they, they showed us ministry. They showed us true ministry in the sense that, you know, the Bible talks about laying hands on the sick and then recovering and casting out demons and things like that. And so, you know, they discipled us for a short period of time, took us around, show us how to pray for people, show us, you know, that you, you can lay your hands on someone and say, be healed and they are healed. So made the Bible come alive and really brought a lot of things in perspective. And we, we were with this group for a short period of time. Now we did not stay with this group. Um, and the group was TLR. It's called the last reformation. We did not stay with them because of some beliefs that they had that we saw that were unbiblical. Um, they believe that unless you are water baptized, you are not saved. That is not biblical. You are the blood of Christ, uh, faith in the blood of Christ. That's what determines your salvation. It is not water baptism. Water baptism is, um, is what Jesus commanded as an act of obedience to show that you, um, that you had received Christ. It was a public declaration. Um, and so we weren't happy with that. They also don't believe that women can preach and things like that. And, and there were just many things that they believed that we, uh, we didn't. And so we, we made the decision to separate from them, to no longer be with them. And we were only with them for maybe a couple months. It wasn't very long. Um, <clears throat> And when we came out of that, we ended up, you know, settling where we are now in, um, in, in South Carolina. And for a while I struggled because I really, you know, I said to myself, you know, we, we got to see the power of God. We got to see the power of God at work. And, you know, since then we had been visiting many churches and we're just very frustrated because of, you know, we, things that were not that we knew that were true, but that weren't taught or things that were taught that were not true or churches that I felt like it were, it was just very money driven. Um, 
and I lived in a place of frustration probably for just the last couple of years and, uh, you know, and really just seeking direction from the Lord, like, you know, God, where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? You know, what, what's, what do we do with all of this, you know, that we, that we learned? Well, a friend of ours talked about someone named Curry Blake and Curry Blake, he is over, um, he has his own church, which is called, uh, Dominion Life out in Plano, Texas, but he's also taken, um, he, he also has taken over John G. Lake Ministries, uh, and, and, um, is the head of John G. Lake Ministries, and what he does is he talks about healing. He talks about a lot of things, but he, he, he especially talks about healing today, and he, and he breaks a lot of the, the sacred cows using the scripture today, and teaches that everyone, um, that healing, healing is for everyone, that healing is for today, that God always wants to heal, that there's never an instance where God's going to say it's not his will to heal. And, and that, that God, God is always God's will to heal. You know, that if you look through the Bible and we're going to look at some of this, um, but if you look at the, at the Bible, there was never an instance where Jesus said, no, I'm not going to heal you. There was never an instance where Jesus said, not right now or whatever, you know, there were instant, Jesus healed people. Every person he came into contact, he healed. And, um, and sometimes the healing was instant and sometimes it was within, you know, he would say it was within the hour or as they were walking and going their way or things like that. Um, because today the church likes to teach that healing doesn't happen or that God, you know, wants you to be sick, which is a very serious statement to say. Um, sickness is not from the Lord. It is from the enemy D because sickness is a, is a form of, of death. Um, and, and that does not come from the Lord. God is the God of life. Okay. He defeated death and took the, took the, Jesus defeated a death hell in the grave and took the keys. So and, um, a lot of people will say, not a lot of people, there are some people out there that will say, well, you know, well, you know, I, I don't believe that. And a lot of people, um, that don't believe that God heals or that it's not always his will to heal usually had prayers that weren't answered, um, which is true. Or usually they prayed for someone to be healed and they weren't healed. Um, and, and what, uh, Curry teaches is that, um, and he, and everything is based on scripture. Every single thing he, I mean, he drowns it in scripture because he's like, we go by what the Bible says. That is our, that is the final authority on everything. It doesn't matter what we think or what we feel. It's the final authority. So he goes through the word and talks about these things and points these things out. And, um, and it's just, it's just really cool. It's been really cool for, um, you know, for me and my husband, as we've been learning and growing and seeing this, and we, uh, we actually got to go see him in, um, in Georgia. And what he does is he has something called the, uh, the DHT, which is the divine healing technician. Now, when I first heard this, um, I was kind of skeptical because, because it sounds, the name just sounds weird. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And we went to a meeting one night <clears throat> and all it basically is that what they, the reason they call it the DHT uh, is basically it's someone who operates in divine healing and any believer can do this. Any believer can walk up to someone and have faith for their healing. Even, and, and even the person themselves doesn't even have to have faith for their own healing. Somebody else can have faith for them to be healed. So if I'm praying for someone, um, to be healed from cancer, it doesn't matter whether they 
have faith to be healed because I can have faith for them. Now, uh, we should, you know, like, for example, you know, he talks about walking in divine healing and, and, and that we should have faith for our faith for our own healing. Um, but that's not going to prevent us, um, from being healed if someone else comes and prays in faith. And that's the key is faith and authority. It is faith and believing that God is who he says he is and that his report is the final report. Um, it doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter what we see. It's believing and accepting in faith and knowing that God says we are healed, that by his stripes we are healed, um, that, it, that it was finished with Christ, that he became a curse for us, that he took all of our infirmities. He carried those so that we can walk in healing today and we can, um, you know, lay hands on the sick. The Bible says you, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So this is what he talks about. And the, the DHT manual is basically training for that. And it, it's, it's about 19 videos. And he goes through. And a lot of it is him tearing, out, tearing down sacred cows. These traditions of men that have been taught um, as biblical truth in the church when it's really not biblical truth. And he goes and he, he, he addresses those things. Um, and then, but not only that, he, he talks about, you know, why, why healing is for today and why you can do it as a, as a child of God. And, um, and I'm very thankful because we've seen so many things like we've seen, we have seen people healed, you know, instantaneously. We've seen people gradually get better, you know, but, but we have seen people, you know, wake up the very next morning and like, I'm healed, you know, I'm healed. Or I've seen people where pain leaves instantly or sickness leaves instantly. And it is to the glory of God. And it is so incredible because, you know, it talks about in the Bible that signs and wonders will follow those who believe. And it's so important because, you know, you can, you know, you can say you don't believe in the Bible. You can this, but when something happens to you, when you experience healing, you can't deny what's happened to you. You may try, but you can't deny the power of God when it's right in front of you. And, and, and when it, when you experience it, when it happens to you and it actually happened to someone yesterday, um, and, uh, they, they, you know, they were talking to us about it, about, you know, what is, you know, you guys go around and pray for people. Tell us about this. You know, what, what happens? How does it, so we had long talks, which was great with them. And then, um, they asked for prayer for their foot. They said, you know what? My foot has really been hurting for the last couple of weeks. And um, can you pray for the foot? So we prayed for the foot. Um, and and really it's not, we call it prayer, but it's really, it's really just commanding. It's commanding it to be healed because um, you operate in faith and authority. Authority is key because we have dominion given to us by God at the very beginning of time. We lost dominion for a short period of time or forgot our dominion because of sin. And then Jesus restored that dominion. He, he restored the Holy Spirit to us when he died on the cross. And then he, he rose again and he, we received the Holy Spirit. And so now we walk in dominion and, 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 and authority. And so when we say pray, it's more commanding. You're commanding the body to come into alignment. You are commanding the person to be healed. You are commanding the infirmity to leave. God never begged a demon or asked a demon to leave. He commanded it. He said, go. He said, come out. It commands, right? So that's what we do when we pray, um, so to speak. So um, we, we, you know, commanded her foot to be healed. 
And the very next day, she woke up, and she was absolutely dumbfounded at the fact that her, she, she said she banged her foot on the floor. She, she ran. She did all these things because she's like, I can't believe it. Like, this is, how, how is this real? How is this happening? Um, and it's just, it's cool. It's, it's really, really cool um, to see the power of God at work because this person had actually been praying that God give her a sign that God talked to her about this because she had been hearing about healing and there's so many different opinions out there which goes to show that it doesn't matter how many opinions there are on healing out there God's word is God's word and it is the final authority and it is truth and if God says be healed you are healed and and so it's it's just really cool so this is where you know my husband and I are um, I'm almost done you know, going through the DHT videos, and um, and what you can do is after you watch <clears throat> the DHT videos where he explains about healing, you learn about that, you learn about it biblically, and you you walk in it, you exercise it. Um, you can get a, become a certified DHT, which all that means is you you might send twenty dollars in for a certificate, but it just means that you now understand this and you practice this so that they so that they can send people to you. Who are who are needing healing? Who are who are seeking these things, and 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 things like that. So, um, it's really cool. But one thing that he he talks about, and I'm just doing a quick introduction um, to this, and we're going to go into um, into more things. Um, I'm going to do more podcasts, breaking things down, and we're going to look at some things because I know it brings a lot of questions into people's mind. But one thing that he talks that he says. It was a very big eye-opener for me, and it's one of the reasons why a lot of Christians probably don't like what he has to say, is he says that healing is the responsibility, not an option, it is the responsibility of believers. Um, there are some people that are like, oh, that's not my responsibility as a believer. That's not my responsibility to go pray for people. That's somebody else's responsibility. Well, the Lord didn't just commission the, the apostles. He commissioned his disciples. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples. And he said, and these signs will follow those who, who believe. You know, you lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. You will cast out demons in my name. You will speak in tongues. Um, if, you, if you drink any deadly poison, um, it will not harm you. And some people are like, well, that was only for the apostles. That's not for us. Well, you know, he only did those signs and wonders through them. Well, in the Bible, um, and I believe his name was Ananias. I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure of his name. I'll have to go back and look. But in the Bible, uh, when Paul was on the road to Damascus and, and, and he encountered Christ for the first time, he said, why are you persecuting my people? You know, he was struck blind and God called someone who was not an apostle to go lay hands on Paul to receive healing. It said that scales fell off of his eyes that he could see again after this guy went and laid hands on him and prayed over him. He was not an apostle. So that destroys your argument right there to say, oh, it was only for the apostles. No, there were people that were disciples of Christ operating in the same Holy Spirit power during that time. The apostles were just the main ones that God used to get the gospel spread, just to, to go out. And But this is for all. And 
what's interesting is like Christians will say, well, that's not my responsibility. But yet you have so many Christians that walk around every day wondering what their purpose is. Reading books on how to discover my purpose, how to discover my purpose. When God tells you your purpose is now, now don't get me wrong. People have their, you know, their gifts and, and talents that things that God has given you. You know, some people are, um, are especially gifted to work with children. Some people are especially gifted to, to sing or to write or to work with their hands or whatever it is. You know, obviously there are talents and things that God has given us individually that we can use to bring God glory. Um, but we are all called to bring people into the kingdom of God. We're all called. We, it says that if you, if you are a believer in Christ, it says that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you, not lives in some, okay? Not lives in some believers or few believers. No, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. That means that we have the same Holy Spirit that Christ had. We have the same Holy Spirit um, that so that we can operate in power and that and when God says go into all the world and make disciples that wasn't to just a few people and a lot of there's there's some churches that don't like that message there's some pastors that don't like that message and they don't like it because um because in some, not all churches, but in some churches, the pastor and the leadership like to set them up as anointed ones. We're anointed. The congregation is not. And if, and so when somebody walks in and says, hey, you know, healing, um, let's say, let's say someone, you know, and, you know, walked into the church and said, hey, you know, healing is, is for today and, and, and this can happen. And they go in and they demonstrate healing. Well, sometimes it makes leadership jealous because they think, oh, this person's going to take my spotlight, my stage, my power, you know. Um, and sometimes the leadership just doesn't believe. They don't believe doctrinally because of it, you know. Um, and then sometimes it's about power. It's about, well, you know, how can this, how can Joe Blow here, who has no seminary degree, who has none of these qualifications, how can he lay hands on the sick and they recover? Because it's not about that. It's not about, nowhere in the Bible does it say you're required to go to seminary. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that you're required to hold the master, a degree in masters of divinity for you to do anything. Jesus was a carpenter. Jesus himself, the son of God, was a carpenter, right? Okay. Paul, um, it was, I believe it was Peter and John, you know, after the guy, the gate beautiful, I, I believe, um, was healed that they marveled because they saw they were uneducated men. And it's one of these things where, you know, we've been lied to in society thinking that, oh, you know, there's all these requirements before you can act in the power of God. No, the minute you believe in Christ, the minute you become a believer in Christ, you receive the same Holy Spirit. And someone with no education and zero education can walk up and lay hands on someone. If they have faith for someone else's healing, if they have faith, they can walk and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will recover. And faith is the key. Faith is the key. I can go up and pray for someone to be healed, but if I don't have faith that they'll be healed, they won't be healed. Why? Because everything in the kingdom it operates by faith. You know, you received salvation, how? By faith in Jesus. And so healing operates the same way. Everything is by faith. So anyway, 
I wanted to do this quick little podcast to kind of show you things that we've been learning. And I thank God because it's kind of been a journey for me and my husband. And it's been a journey for us. Um, And I'm thankful that God has led us to this point. And that now I feel like we are, we're walking in true in, in ministry. We are walking in this. And, and it's one of these things where, you know, well, how do you know who to pray for? Pray for everyone. And, and you go to grocery stores. You know, we, we talk about, oh, well, we're going to go on these mission trips to these certain cities or whatever. Right there in your hometown are people that do not know Jesus, people that need hope and they need healing. And they're at the grocery stores. They're in downtown. They are on the beach. They're in the park. They are in, in your church. They're, I mean, there are people in church that, that you know, don't believe this, that, that, that need healing and think that, that it's not for them. And, um, and it's sad. And, and I say this because I used to be one of these people who bought into some of this stuff. I used to be one of these people, one of these believers that, that wasn't sure if God wanted to heal all the time and, 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 and wasn't sure about things. Um, and now I've come to the truth of God's word. And, and, and now I want people to know because there's so many people in this world that are desiring to be healed and set free. But yet there are people that are teaching false doctrine out there that are saying, oh, no, you you can't be set free right now or you can't be healed or God doesn't do that today or the power or the gifts of the spirit aren't aren't active today or blah, blah, blah. There's so much out there that's false that the church has put up as truth that's enslaving people and that is creating slaves. And what I want to do is take some things that I've learned and break them down into pod into, into some podcasts. And let's talk about things because I've had to correct my way of thinking and I am correcting my way of thinking. For example, one of the things that I have taught many times before is about generational curses. And I'm going to do a podcast on that, but, and I've taught that Christians can have generational curses and that is actually biblically not true. Um, they can have cycles of sin in their family that are unbroken, but that's not a curse when you, because when you become a believer, it says that you are in a new bloodline. You are now adopted into the family of Christ. You are a new creation. So I can't be under a generational curse in the bloodline of Christ, because then I'm saying that the bloodline of Christ is cursed. If I, if I say that, so as a child of God, you are not under you are no, there are no generational curses in Christ. So you are not under a curse because Jesus, Jesus became a cursed, a curse for you. All right. Now, if you're not a believer, you can be, but if you are a believer, you are, you are no longer under any genera- no generational curse, nothing like that. Um, and you say, well, but what if there are still cycles of sin in my family? Or what if there are still cycles of sin here or whatever? I'm like, well, but you have the power in Jesus to stop that. You just have to choose to do it. You have to choose. You have to say in, in the authority of, of the Holy Spirit, um, you know, you, you have the power to repent and to turn from that. But you are not under a curse. But these are things that I myself have taught on my podcast. And I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, it's, it's always important for a teacher, you know, or for anyone who's in, not even a teacher, but who is sharing the gospel and learning and, and to, to say, hey, you know what? My thinking was not right on this. And, and I've grown in the word of God and now I want to correct myself and I want to correct what's out, what I'm putting out. So anyway, um, I'm excited to share some things with you guys. Um, I'm sorry that I have taken such a long break, uh, from things, but I I think sometimes it's necessary to shut your mouth and learn. Sometimes it is necessary to, to just shut your mouth 
and learn and not talk and and then come back and say, okay, this is what I've learned and this is what I'm learning and this is what I'm growing in and then share it with people. Um, this is definitely the road less traveled. You know, there, there are more and more people that are learning about this, about healing and about, you know, signs, wonders, and miracles and walking in that today. Um, but I would still say it's the minority. And so um, it's definitely a road less traveled, but I feel like, you know, me and my husband have been through quite a journey of searching for the truth and for biblical truth and walking in it and different things like that. And I can say now that I truly believe that I'm finally to a point where, okay, I feel like I am in the right spot and in the right place. And, and I will tell you this, walking in this at your grocery store, it can be challenging at first because we're not taught this in church and we don't, we don't do this stuff, you know? Um, but walking in that and praying for people and stuff, it is, you, you're talking about fulfillment in Christ because you finally, your spirit and your, you finally are walking in what God has called you to walk in. You're wondering what your purpose is. This is your purpose. Your purpose is to bring people in, disciple people for the kingdom of God. Your purpose is to carry the kingdom. And whenever you pray for someone and they are healed, you know, or you, or you tell it, uh, you command a, a spirit to leave a person of depression or whatever, and it leaves and, and they experience the freedom. You, the kingdom of God is coming near to that person. They are experiencing the kingdom of God. And it opens doors for you to be like, look, Jesus doesn't just want one part of you free. He wants the whole part of you free and you walking in this and walking in his love and, and being loved and having authority and dominion over the enemy. So, um, it, and I'm, for those of y'all that are searching for purpose, look no further than, than, than the everyday walking in the kingdom of God and in the, in the power of the Holy Spirit that God has given you. Um, I love you guys. And I, again, I'm going to, I'm going to do uh, more podcasts. I might wait till I get back home. I don't know, but I'm going to be doing more and more podcasts, breaking some of this stuff down for you guys. And the DHT is also on YouTube. If you search up Curry Blake DHT, you can watch all of the videos. Um, don't be overwhelmed <laughs> because it's a lot of videos, but just take it one at a time and, and, and process it and get your Bible out and just, and, and listen to it. It's life changing. And like I said, everything's based on scripture and is based on, um, you know, and, and he's studied many other people in the past that have walked in divine healing and, and everything. And so, I mean, it's, it's just really, really cool. Um, so let's go out there and let's turn the world upside down for Christ and let's or turn, actually turn the world right side up because the world is currently upside down and we need to turn the world and the church right side up for his glory. Um, I love you guys, and I will come at you later with another podcast. Be blessed.